0: let's circle back to your affirmation. Tell us again, uh, what that affirmation was, honey.
1: So it's my connection to spirit and mind manifests in matter. Mm-hmm. So I really feel the root of this affirmation for me is that spirit and I are a team mm-hmm. and it takes two in order to accomplish my wildest dreams Um, I need to be backed by spirit whenever I am doing anything. Um, that's how I stay in alignment. And I do want to say
0: for those of us who don't have a very, um, strong connection to, uh, spirituality, um, when we say words like spirit or source, Mm -hmm. we Mm are, we're just referring to a higher power. And for some of us that can literally be the highest level version of yourself, so as you hear us say these words that can possibly be triggering to you, like spirit or source or the universe, sub in whatever best resonates with you. And if that's your higher self, honey, more power to you because I'm right there with you. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's funny, actually, What I feel like this topic right here is where you and I actually have opposing views. I mm-hmm. feel like I have to surrender to something when my, when my spirit isn't enough, when I am,
0: do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. And I think for you, I'm, I'm coming back to what you were saying at the very beginning, saying that you and spirit are a team. So mm-hmm. for me, I believe in a higher level version of myself mm-hmm. and I always have access to her and we mm-hmm. work together as a team. Yes. Yeah. So love even it. though I don't necessarily believe in a higher source outside of me, it doesn't mean that I don't believe in something bigger than me. And mm. that I don't believe that I work in in team and in unison with that, with that energy yes. to stay in alignment with the highest good for the collective. And I was hoping that this topic would come up because I took a little insert out of Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now that really allowed me to come into my spirituality. And he was referring to the use of the word God. And he says, the word God has become empty of meaning through thousands of years of misuse. People who have never glimpsed the realm of the sacred, the infinite vastness behind that word, use it with great conviction as if they knew exactly what they were talking about or they will argue against it as if they know exactly what they are denying. This misuse gives rise to absurd beliefs and assertions and egoic delusions, such as my God or our God is the only true God and your God is false. And then he goes on to say that the only important question is whether the word that you are using is a help or hindrance. And enabling you to experience or embody that towards which it points.
1: Absolutely. I totally feel that and 100% respect that. I think that the key element here is the surrendering, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I chose this affirmation because um, going out and, and pursuing your wildest dreams and living out your purpose and committing fully to it takes a lot of faith.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um when I wrote this affirmation, I was meditating on the fact that I was out of alignment with my spiritual practices. And for me, my spiritual practices are the things that keep me in alignment or keep me feeling that strong and high vibration of faith. Like my mm-hmm. faith is never tested, it's never doubted. When I In practicing those things, I'm in that frequency. When I'm Mm -hmm. not practicing those things, that's when I start doubting spirit and my faith and my beliefs.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And so I was in a place where I was not practicing my spirituality uh, or my spiritual practices. And I wrote down something that, an affirmation that allows me to remember how important it is that I always come back to them. And Mm. that is because when I stay connected to spirit and mind, I manifest that in the 3D. It's no longer just a thought. Those thoughts are being embodied in my actions. And everything that I do from this mindset, it's spirit-led. You know what I'm saying? So I never have to worry about it um, harming me in any way. Mm. I know it's meant for the growth and the evolution and the expansion of me Mm -hmm. because I'm in alignment with spirit right now. Mm
1: -hmm. And and I think also when you're in that alignment, when you're in that spiritual realm, the judgments of others are irrelevant. mm
0: -hmm. They really are. They're, they literally can't even touch you. Period. (laughs) (laughs) They cannot touch you. (laughs) You're Mm -hmm. so okay with other people like misunderstanding you. Yes. And that's where my affirmation comes back in here as well. When imposter syndrome creeps in in reference to spirituality, my affirmation is I do not allow the judgments of what I need to vibrate at the highest frequency, keep me at a low vibration. And when you are in alignment with spirit, you are at the highest vibration. And allowing other people's judgments of what you require to be in that alignment with spirit keep you from embodying that, that's imposter syndrome. But when we're embodying this affirmation, we do not care. We are perfectly fine with being misunderstood. Judge away. Yes. That's perfectly fine.
1: That's
0: fine. (laughs) Right. Right. And a lot of the times it's because we also understand that like they're probably not practicing the things that allow them to be rooted in their spirituality Mm. in their beliefs and so they're disidentifying with anybody who is
1: Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: because they're not in a they're not on that wave right now honey
1: right 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 and I, how do you feel like imposter syndrome ties into this? Do you think that they feel these people that, that see people living a spirit led life and mm. judge others? How do you feel like imposter syndrome plays a role in that?
0: I think the uh, imposter syndrome is, is rampant in religion and spirituality. And people don't have to have the same beliefs as you Oof. For you to be connected to spirit, you don't need validation from others that your connection to spirit is strong.
1: Yes. For yes. me,
0: um, you know, I participated in an ayahuasca ceremony and my mind was my mind and my heart was really open to the fact that everybody's connection to spirit is unique to them. Mm. And if we truly are all from the same source, regardless of what you think that source is, then you know that that source is your parent.
1: Mm.
0: And if you think about if you have siblings, how every sibling that you have has a different relationship with their parent and the way that you connect and you relate with that parent is completely different than your sibling. It's it's the same thing with spirit or this or source or the universe or your higher self. Like your connection to them is going to be different because you are different. Yes, and unique. Yes, and they know that the way that you need to have a relationship with them and communicate with them is not going to be different. Is not going to be the same as your sister or your brother mm-hmm. because you're a very different person.
1: Right.
0: And right. so knowing this now, I really am able to embrace that, like, I understand why some people have to worship, or uh, worship a god, or Allah, or I don't know all the different religions, to be quite honest, I don't, I don't know what y'all believe. Mm -hmm. And that's fine, because Mm -hmm. I'm not attached to it. Mm -hmm. I'm perfectly, as long as you have something that allows you to come back to what is in alignment with the highest good for all, I don't care what the fuck you call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as it's rooted in love, honey, I'm gonna praise it with you. And when you'll hear me say things all the time, like let us pray and, um, yeah, I don't know, I say a lot of different like really religious quotes, but that's because I'm not attached to it being Mm -hmm. rooted in a religion or faith or a specific spirituality.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, So powerful. So powerful. Yes. Yes to all that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our love for spirit just manifests in different ways for everybody.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think just, you know, having faith in general is for me personally, the saving grace and it's, and it makes what I'm passionate about, it makes my desires make sense. You know, I have to believe, I choose to believe that these desires and passions are placed on my heart, even if I doubt my abilities, they're placed on my heart because they're going to impact others in a way mm. that is so much bigger than yeah. me.
0: It's bigger than me. Yeah. Yeah. An imposter syndrome will have us playing small, saying, Well, I can't do that, and I don't have the skills for that, and I'm not successful enough for that or capable enough to do that. No. Spirit put you in this position so that you could do it the way that only you can. You were not put in this position by coincidence. You were put in this position for a purpose. An imposter syndrome will have you thinking that you're not the one that this isn't your blessing. No, honey. If it wasn't meant to be yours, it wouldn't be within your reach. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that we go through, like we're so bent up on it. Like, what? why did this happen to me? And mm-hmm. sometimes we're put in other people's paths or in other people's situations, not for the betterment of us, but for the betterment of them.
1: Oof. Damn. And- that was a bit far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're all and that's what the where the saying, you know, or the belief even that we're all connected comes in. If you truly believe that then you have to know that like sometimes you're going to be put in hard situations and trying situations so that somebody else can be lifted out of one. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not always going to be summertime, bitch. Sometimes right. it's going to be winter for you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked the other day too, imposter syndrome is maybe a way of culture or the enemy or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. a way to rob other people of your service or Mm -hmm. rob other people of the opportunity to, to to get themselves out of the mud with your words, gifts, you know, attributes,
0: because you refuse to step in or claim your unique gifts and by doing so you're not stepping into your power now you're disempowering us all bitch Mm -hmm. damn Mm
1: you're choosing not to step into service Mm -hmm.
0: honestly a lot of us do that by believing that we're not practicing the right things or believing in the right things and it's like it doesn't matter sis if it resonates well with you and it makes you feel good and it allows you to vibrate at the highest frequency. Yeah. Take it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, my One of my favorite affirmations is, uh, damn, I just blinked on it. Um, I take in what resonates or take what serves you and leave the rest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> so I was brought up in the religion of Christianity and I, do not resonate with that anymore but a lot of the sayings a lot of the spiritual practices they resonate with me and they Mm -hmm. help me connect to spirit and Mm -hmm. they help me feel like a higher level version of myself so yeah i kept some of those things Mm
1: -hmm. and the things that
0: didn't allow me to do that that made me question my connection to spirit in my faith i left them yes Yes. that's what spirituality is honey It's just picking up all of those things that make you feel like the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. and fuck, fuck off everything else. Literally Mm -hmm. leave that shit at the door. Does not have to come in. And, you know, somebody said something to me the other day that um, I realized was a practice that I had taken in as a child that did not allow me to connect to spirit. She said to me, only God can save you. And I could have reacted to that, but I quickly realized that I did not need to validate my spirituality in that moment. Her saying that to me was a really quick reminder of how important it is to embody the practices that allow me to build a connection with spirit and to lead the ones that do not. Because the belief that only God can save me was actually really disempowering to me it made me feel like there was something wrong with me and I needed to be fixed. And the only way to do that was to surrender to somebody else's standards and way of living. And only then could I be saved or fixed. And I remember you saying earlier that you felt like you needed to surrender to something. And for some people, that helps you build a connection with spirit. But for me, no, it's actually really disempowering. So I left that. I did not take it in.
1: Mm-hmm. Well and Boster
0: I- syndrome creeps in when we believe that if we don't take on the quote unquote the right way of religion and spirituality, then we don't get to claim ourselves as a spiritual person or a religious person.
1: Yeah. about that imposter syndrome, it's it's not only just spirituality, it's anything, right? Mm-hmm. If I can, if I don't do this a certain way, if I don't teach a certain way, if I don't, you know what it is? It's colonizer mentality. Let's be mm. honest.
0: Yeah, it really is. Mm. I feel like uh colonizer mentality could easily trace all the way back to religion. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. do you wanna break down the, the definition of colonizer mm-hmm. mentality for those who don't know? Ooh.
1: um yeah I do I want to be very careful about my wording here um take your time yes love that colonizer mentality is dogma okay it's um it's exactly what you just said Whitney it's telling people that there's only one way to do something and if you don't do it that way you are a threat to everyone around you
0: mm.
1: you are a threat to the practice itself mm. you are even a threat to yourself
0: mm. and you must be conformed in yes. any way shape or po- any way i have to conform you i must do it now <laughs> yes
1: mm-hmm. yeah and it's, i think i wonder if colonizer mentality and um this topic could be interchangeable you know um hmm. wondering wondering if you're doing something wondering if you are actually who you say you are and colonizer mentality i wonder if these two things connect yeah and, and maybe no, i understand what it, you're saying yeah like maybe that's why it's so rampant you know within our society because we're told you're not the best at this so you don't get to say that you're this Mm. Or you don't, you don't know enough about this, or here's a little piece of information that you didn't know. So you can't actually say that you're this You
0: haven't checked all of these boxes yet.
1: Yes. Yes. So
0: it's a no for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You may not subscribe. Denied.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think to beat it, to beat this mentality is to mind your damn business. Mm. Well, and if you're not minding your business, you are asking questions, right? You are genuinely curious and you want to know, you want to know more. You want to have an understanding, like right. you want to be even inspired
0: by the differences.
1: Does, yep. like, Does that make sense?
0: No, it does. And I don't think there's anything wrong with taking in new information, but again, coming back to the affirmation of, I connect to what resonates with me, not to what makes me question my authentic being, bitch. Mm -hmm. Okay? So something resonates with you and it's new information, that's great. Mm. But it doesn't have to make you question exactly like all the, I guess all the love that is rooted within you. Because for Mm. me, like love really is my religion. So Mm. like- If things start making you question the love that you have for something, throw that shit in the trashes. Ooh, damn. Yes. Because love is never something wrong to feel. Mm. No, I'm not saying it's not something (laughs) wrong to act on. I did not say that. Right. And I think it's really about being transparent and, um, Yeah. Just really transparent with yourself about why you, what, what those feelings are rooted in. So that's basically like uh, literally the theme of our podcast is you can have feelings that are like anger or shame or guilt. And it really is just like disguising your love for something. So for you Mm -hmm. with kayaking, it was like your fear
1: it's terrifying. And it is every single time I feel so much fear, but I still love it. So I feel like it's important that we make the distinction that something can scare you Mm. and you can still love it. Mm -hmm. Right. We're going to take accountability for the things that we love, even if they scare us.
0: When you know better, you do better though. And sometimes we have to put ourselves in situations that test us. Mm -hmm. and that we can learn and we can grow from grow from so that we can then take that information and do better for ourselves
1: yes yes and what that doesn't look like is seeking instant gratification
0: Mm. elaborate
1: because anything worth having is worth working for
0: because you were saying like when you go kayaking on the river and stuff like when you hit those uh You know, I don't, I've never kayaked before, but I, when you hit new sharp turns or more rapid waters or Mm -hmm. bigger dips, like you have, that's how you learn how to operate those things Mm -hmm. better. You can't learn it by avoiding it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible. It's not going to just come to you one day. You got to put yourself in the situation, honey. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And how we talked about, you know, we can't confuse the fear we have for the things that we love with. Right
0: just fear alone in general. Right. Right. I think when you were talking about um, being spirit led that part where it says um, the inability to believe that the success was achieved by one's own efforts or skills chalks it up to, you know, good luck. I think um, that could even be said to believe that it wasn't believed for the good of you in the, um, in the growth and the evolution of you. And you're just like, yeah, you know, it was just a coincidence even Mm -hmm. that wasn't for me. I wasn't worthy of that. I wasn't deserving of that. And a lot of times we'll just push those things away and it's like, no, honey, that was for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Accept your gifts. Like literally accept the
0: gifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Your rewards. Uh Uh-huh. You earned that. Totally. You earned the title. You earned the success. You earned the position. Whatever it is, otherwise it would not be at your your grasp right now. Right. It would be out of reach.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> there, well, and the fact that
0: we believe there's really no coincidences, like yeah, I definitely don't believe in coincidences. No, that hate that word. Right. <laughs> Coincidence,
1: coincidence, yeah, that's funny. Coincidence uh you know makes
0: me think of this topic actually. Yeah, coincidence is imposter syndrome. Let's throw that yeah. word away. <laughs> coincidence anytime is, you, imposter syndrome. Wow. Yeah, anytime you think something is coincidence, just know that you're doubting yourself and you're doubting um what you're worthy and deserving of. And bitch, that includes the the bad things that happens to you. Mm. you that shit. Mm. your growth is probably trying to teach your ass a fucking lesson show oh. hard-headed ass <laughs> <laughs> mm. like i don't deserve this yes you did bitch otherwise it wouldn't yeah. be happy with your ass Ooh, they don't want to <laughs> hear that though they don't want to hear that they don't want to hear that though damn gotta- everything that happens is meant for the growth and the evolution of you And you believing that it is bad is imposter syndrome. That's you doubting your faith, doubting Mm -hmm. spirit. Mm -hmm. Doubting the effects that you have on the world and other people. Doubt, yes, in the universe. So if you believe in the universe, which I do, in the energies of the universe, then you believe in the law of attraction, honey, so everything that comes into your energetic field, you put the energy out there for you to align to that. You mm. sent that message out. Mm. If so if you believe that you're worthy and deserving of something, it's going to come into your energetic frequency, even if that thing is quote unquote bad. I didn't say that because I don't believe in things really being bad or good. I believe in things being out of balance and they can be toxic instead of beneficial now. Mm. Mm. Yes. Everything isn't bad or good. It's either in balance or it's out of balance. Like Mm. air can be at a low vibration when it's keeping you playing small, but it's at a high vibration when it's challenging you to be courageous yes, <laughs> yes. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: so the imposter syndrome sets in when we start to like pave a way and make a path towards the things that we actually love and, and want to pursue but it's not instantly gratifying
0: us right nothing worth having uh, comes easily mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times imposter syndrome has the ability to manifest in us short-selling ourselves. Um, Almost like you have to push through that self-doubt because for me, that's when I know I'm like this close, like inches away from Mm -hmm. my manifestation. And that desire gets so much stronger simply because I'm literally like inches away from it, but Mm -hmm. I can't see it. It hasn't manifested yet but it's mm-hmm. so close to doing so. Mm. And because that energy is so strong, we want that instant gratification. It's like, tell me, tell me you're yes. an inch away from me. Show right. me you're an inch away from me. And we don't get it. And right. we'll throw our hands up in the air. <clears throat> yes, yeah.
1: Kali, yes, preach queen. <laughs>
0: I feel like that's a really easy way to short sell yourself is not Mm. pushing through the self doubt or the, yeah, the self doubt. Yeah.
1: And it's also like the lack of faith, right? Like if Mm. you really are living a faith led life, then you have to kind of just decide like, okay, yeah, I am an inch away, even though I am not being told that there's really no way I can know.
0: It's really just having the faith that like, you're still doing all the things that are getting you there. And when mm. that thing is in alignment with your highest good, that's when it's going to manifest in the 3D.
1: Well, and also I think like enjoying the journey, right? Like mm. once you, once you get past that like novice stage, you'll never be there again. And you might even miss like that stage where you're learning so much and You know, you're not, you don't have a bias because you're so new to something like that's a gift in itself. You know,
0: I saw this affirmation once on Instagram and it said, you can't love the person that you are now without also loving the situations that shaped you, the situations and the experiences that Mm -hmm. shaped you. Mm -hmm. And It's like you just said, like, you've got to love your journey. You've got to love the process Mm. because Mm -hmm. all the hardships that you've gone through, like, for example, you know, you know, me and you, where we are today, making a podcast together, like we would never be here if we had not have had that falling out that we had Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about this earlier, like it offered us so much growth and Mm -hmm. so much evolution and we definitely would not be able to work together the way we are right Mm -hmm. now had Mm -hmm. we not have had that experience Mm -hmm. had I not have learned to embrace you at every you know stage of your evolution Mm -hmm. in the same way that we have to do with imposter syndrome we have to embrace ourselves at every stage of uh you know up the ladder. Like you're always going to be in a novice stage. Let's, let's be honest. Like there's no basketball player on the planet who thinks that they can't do better and be better.
1: Mm.
0: And that's why they show up and they practice all the time. Mm. Unless Mm. they can stop at every single stop and put that ball in the hoop every single time, then they can still practice and they can still be better. Mm. That doesn't mean that they're not a basketball player. Yes. (laughs) It just means they're still sharpening their skill. You're Mm. always going to be able to be a better version of yourself. So don't think that just because you're at this version of yourself or this level of yourself, that you're not worthy of claiming yourself of whatever title, whatever position or whatever success.
1: Mm.
0: It's okay to be a novice.
1: Well, and I think it's a perfect segue into one of the affirmations that you have spoken with me that aligns for both of us is we practice to cultivate, not to perfect.
0: Mm, I love that affirmation. It's so good. And I think it's
1: just so spot on for this conversation.
0: And I say that, it's funny. I say that um, in my, my yoga classes
1: mm-hmm. and when
0: I'm teaching meditation
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I say to my students, when we practice meditation, we practice being calm, silent, still, patient and waiting that way. When we are put in opportunities or situations that confront us and really need us to be patient, still, quiet, or just wait, we're able to do so with just a little more ease and a little Mm -hmm. less effort. Because Mm -hmm. you practice, that doesn't mean that you're going to be confronted with the situation and be able to be, you know, calm. Right. It just means you'll have a little more control now. Mm -hmm. It'll be a little easier for you to give that control away, even. Right. It's (laughs) familiar. It's more familiar territory. Right. Yeah. And when we go into meditation, like sometimes our mind just won't be still. And that doesn't mean that you're not, I don't even know what the term is for somebody who meditates a meditator. I don't know. That doesn't mean that you don't meditate. That just Mm -hmm. means right now your practice is challenging you to grow nine times out of 10, the things that are coming up here that are not allowing you to surrender to peace of mind. That's where the growth is, honey what do Mm -hmm. you feel what thoughts are coming up here yeah confront that shit sit Mm -hmm. with it so you can get a little closer to peace and calmness Mm -hmm. and stillness Mm -hmm. you're still practicing just means your practice is like it's hard right now there's levels to this shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: yeah and I think acceptance is such a huge, a huge component in this conversation It's mm-hmm. we're not trying to beat anything. We're not trying to destroy anything. We're not trying to win anything. Mm. You know, I think comparison mode, but just, yes. just trying to be,
0: I'm trying to be.
1: Yeah. And, and the comparison mode comes in and Ugh. you mix that with the, you know, with the doubt And it's like, it's game over, but, you know, flipping that switch, honoring your path, honoring exactly where you're at, allows you to be inspired by people that are where
0: you want to be. Right. And when you start like not being able to accept the fact that you practice to cultivate, not to perfect, you start performing at this level of what you think this is supposed to look like Mm. and of course imposter syndrome is going to sneak in on you because you are imposing Ooh, you are imposing you're not practicing the things that feel unique to you right now and are really confronting you you're practicing what you think your practice is supposed to look like Mm. and that's not offering you anything but somebody else's growth All right, y'all, me and Mallory could obviously go on and on about this topic because it's such a good one, am I right? But I got to cut us off at some point. But if y'all have any other questions or anything else y'all would like to add to this, hit us up with some questions, comments. Yeah, conversate with us. But I got to cut us off, y'all. So let's, let's wrap it up. Where is the love rooted in imposter syndrome? The love for the individual and the community, I feel like, is disguised by shame and guilt. We love our community so much that we are willing to conform to what society has told us is deemed uh, right and okay, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. acceptable. And when we don't do that, we feel ashamed and we feel guilty. And it keeps us playing small. We, could, mm. we start conforming. And then imposter syndrome just starts creeping in because you're not in alignment with your most authentic self. You're letting your love for your community bring you out of balance with your love for your, yourself as an individual. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you mm-hmm. can still love your community and be your own person. Right,
1: right.
0: And your unique gifts offer you a unique role in your in society or your community Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. accepting and claiming your gifts so you can step into your power Mm
1: -hmm. again
0: and our love for spirit and that connected us back to your affirmation my connection to spirit and mind manifest in matter Um, I feel like our love for spirit is disguised as fear and self-doubt and the way that that manifests in imposter syndrome is again doubting that we are worthy and deserving of something and doubting that we are the experiences that we're being offered right now that we're worthy of having them or Mm -hmm. that they are for the highest good of us <clears throat> that they are in alignment with your higher self, in fearing that you're again like you're you're not capable of it. Imposter mm-hmm. syndrome again tells us that like there's a status quo, like it measuring up to the expectations of what this title or this position or what the success mm. looks like, in fearing that we'll never be able to level up to that. Yeah, you're gonna start performing.
1: Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Hearing that maybe it's a coincidence, it just hits us right in the (laughs) self-worth.
0: And I feel like that could probably be said for every conversation that we we have. Like Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome confronts us with, do you really believe that you're worthy and deserving of this? Mm -hmm. And it's okay if you really feel that way, but allowing yourself to sit in where the love is rooted rooted in that. Is it your love for spirit? that is telling you that you're playing small and you're not trusting that this was meant for you? Mm. Is it your love for the individual and um, getting upset with yourself because you know you're not embracing your own uniqueness and your individuality? Mm. Mm. Is it your love for the community and making you feel ashamed or guilty because you're not taking the rite of passage or uh, the, the road that was mapped out for you? Like Mm -hmm. anytime we, imposter syndrome comes in, we start doubting ourselves and our Mm -hmm. self-worth takes a hit.
1: Yep. Yes.
0: Well, I think that's all for now. You want to sign us off now? Let's do it. This has been Mallory and Whitney. Speaking
1: our truth, we join the war for the soul of humanity and to help build a new earth.
0: But love is our only weapon, and we will remain soldiers until this war is won.
1: Until next time, remember, it's all love or misunderstanding.
0: It's that black and white. Period.